Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. It is Thursday, June 7th, 2018. Devin Peacock, what are some of the big headlines out there? Well, it's election day after a month of hearing all the different polls, all the different candidates. Finally, it is done. By 9 o'clock tonight, polls will be done, and tomorrow morning we'll know who our new premier will be. And we know that's going to be a new premier because, because Kathleen Wynne already said she's not going to win, and we could have said that about a year ago. If by some remarkable miracle she did get elected, does the fact that she said she's not going to be premier count for anything, or do you think she'd jump in there and... Oh, she would jump in in two yeah. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's going to do something she said she wasn't? No. <laughs> a politician? It'll be interesting to see. I'm always fascinated how closely those polls can predict the outcome. Uh, sometimes they're so close, and other times they're, they're way off, and, and there's, a, there's a shock. I know a lot of election coverage going on on 980 CFPL tonight. Absolutely. We have a Decision Ontario starting at 8 o'clock. Broadcast will go to about 11.30. If things go crazier, we'll go a little bit longer, but it's expected this will be decided uh, pretty soon today. One of the interesting things has been the uh, turnout, we are told, in some of the uh, advanced polling has been up. So that means we'll have results soon after the polls close at 9 o'clock. They can release that information. There won't be any poll information until after 9. But with the advanced polling done, we'll get a better indication of who might be winning pretty close after 9. What time are you going to go to bed tonight? Uh, undetermined. I don't Keep know. Keep in yet. mind, you got to be up for the Taz show early tomorrow morning. I so our broadcast is going to eleven thirty. I don't plan. I haven't told anyone nine eighty this yet. I, so they might hear first right now. I don't plan on staying until eleven thirty. <laughs> I'll just slowly back out of the newsroom at some point, and then people look around for me. Where's Devin? Where's Devin? Pulling a Houdini. I'll we call that. Or a Kathleen win in this election. <laughs> Just disappear. Hey, I'm telling people way in advance, I'm not going to be here when this is all said and done. You've conceded to that <laughs> fact. Uh, I, I'm hungry for a club sandwich this morning. I heard this news, and it, it kind of makes me sad every time a London landmark shuts down. Yeah, the Family Circle, which has uh, been feeding Londoners club sandwiches since the 80s, is going to be closing down. We don't know when exactly, but the owner of the restaurant has said he plans to retire. He's sold the business, and an 18-story high-rise uh, is going in its place. Wow. And I remember like when I first came to London, you know, Wellington is your greeting to the city coming up Wellington. That was one of the first memories I have of coming to London for the first time back in 2000 and seeing the Family Circle restaurant. Did you pull in and grab something to eat? Not the first day, the second day. <laughs> second day I was here. <laughs> what is this circle. Family Circle all about? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's always sad to lose those, uh, those famous landmarks, but something good cannot come from, you know, an end of something else. Like the factory, grand opening in the old Kellogg's plant. This place is unbelievable. I know we're going to be live on location tomorrow morning. We got a chance to go as a, a company. Our coworkers and our families went out to experience the trampoline park and the zip lines and the climbing gym. It's something you have to see to really understand the scope of. It's huge, and it really is going to change the face of entertainment here in the city of London. It's at the old Kellogg's plant, and it's a really cool place. Oh, one of its kind, really. There's no You can't get this in Windsor, can't get this in Kitchener, can't get this in Hamilton, can't get it in Sarnia, but you can get it in London, and that's going to be uh, pretty good for us. And we have a special FM96 
promo code. Ooh. First hundred people who enter FM96 as the promo code at thefactorylondon.ca are going to get 25% off anything they book for the weekend. And they open tomorrow, 10 a.m. It's a PA day, and the factory will be open all weekend long. It's a grand opening. We look forward to being there tomorrow. The Tash Show Podcast. Golden State Warriors beating the Cavs last night. And it's not looking good for Cleveland. Warriors have been unstoppable. It's almost as if their strategy of having all the best players in the league is paying off. <laughs> the Cavs are down, but J.R. Smith isn't worried. J.R. Smith thinks the series is best of 11. So he's... <laughs> Even if the Warriors win, LeBron James is still the most valuable player. I mean, the Cavaliers, without him... They're not really even a basketball team. They're just a, a group of guys who shower together and wear matching outfits. Come on, be nice, Jimmy. Those are my Cavaliers you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, somebody gave Taz a jersey. Now they're his Cavs. <laughs> I wish. I'd love a nice Cavs jersey. I just put money on them, so I really want them to come back and do what I understand has never been done in the NBA Finals, turn around and win four games straight to win the championship. Mm-hmm. It would it would be amazing. It's a challenge, that's for sure. It would be amazing knowing that you did not come in on the bet with us. Because <laughs> I can see the look in your face every time we bring this up, Jim. We gave you the opportunity to put down $100. You gave me the opportunity. With Devin and I on the Cavs at the start of the... Uh, uh, the uh, matchup, but uh, you said no, and now you're sitting over there all smug with a little smirk on your face every yeah. time we talk about how we're going to lose. I, I just don't know. Like I, it sounded tempting as a long shot, but I don't know why you'd bet against the Golden State Warriors. We are getting FM 96 listeners sending us text messages here saying, "Hey Taz, you thought there was uh, good odds for the Cavs." Uh, good payouts for the Cavs at the start of the series. Why don't you check what a $100 bet is paying out now for mm. the Cavs to come back and win the series? So I'm on my old betting website here. Bet $100. You'll get back $3,400. You want in, Jim? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's even worse. Even worse chance of getting uh, that back. Giving money away. <laughs> And the other, the other thing we were talking about was at the start of the series, the NHL uh, Stanley Cup final series between the Capitals and the Golden Knights, people who bet on the Golden Knights at the start of the season were getting like 500 to 1 odds. So if you bet $100, you're going to make fifty grand. If you bet $1,000, you're going to make $500,000 if the Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup. At the start of the series bookkeepers were all nervous because it was looking like it was a pretty good possibility they were going to do it. So they were calling people up who held these these bets, who had the tickets, and said, listen, we'll buy you out. Instead of having to pay you $500,000 if the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup, we'll give you $100,000 right now. Mm-hmm. You can cash in now. And we were talking about whether or not you'd take that money. Now, I think we all said yes, you'd have to. Yeah. Take the guaranteed I, money. But can you imagine if you had that opportunity to buy out at the start of the series and now you've got, uh, you're one game away from losing, from oh. getting nothing. And 
trying to call the sports book and be like, hey, remember that hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. that you offered me? Can I is that deal still on the table? <laughs> yeah, like the risk versus reward. It's like, okay, worst case scenario, if I take the deal, I lost out on four hundred thousand dollars, but at least I have a hundred thousand dollars. If you don't take the deal, you got zero. Yeah. It, it, guys in our situation, hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. If you were some rich dude and if you're uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, some professional athlete or something who just put $1,000 on the Golden Knights as a lark, mm-hmm. it's not going to change your life having that money or losing that money. Then you let it ride yes. for that gambling rush. Because really, the, the super rich guys, they love their money, but they also just love the rush. Because well, when you're that rich, there's very few ways you can get a thrill. That's right. <laughs> You've done it all. you got to kill a man or bet heavily on sports. <laughs> Hunt people. <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous game. The Taz Show Podcast. Here at the Taz Show, we are totally jumping on the soccer bandwagon. You got the World Cup starting in a week. Uh, FC uh, Toronto FC has been huge. They've been playing fantastic. The, the sport is growing definitely here in the country of Canada and here in London, Ontario. We welcome to the program our friends from FC London. Hello, everybody. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, it's a little almost a <laughs> harmony there. <laughs> Uh, let's introduce everybody. We've got Michael, the coach of both the men's and women League One Ontario teams. Coach, how are you? Good, thank you. Good to see you uh, from the women's team. I have little write-ups, so I'm going to read the write-ups, and and then we'll expand there. Jade, good morning. Good morning. We've got Jade Kovacevic here. She is the captain of the women's League One Ontario team. Golden boot winner in 2016 and 2017. League One women's MVP 2017. And current League One Ontario women's leading goal scorer. You're pretty good. <laughs> it's the team. It's all just a, yeah, okay. good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and Marissa Oliveira is here. She's the League One Ontario enforcer and fan favorite. Oh, <laughs> I'm kind of scared now. Are Are you an enforcer? Do you get a You get a little rough out there. I don't. Well, I just got one red card, but how many yellow <laughs> cards a season do you average? Would you guess? Um, my first season, I actually didn't get any. I don't think. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, last year, three. <laughs> to her, none is three. <laughs> so a heavy season's about a dozen. Yeah. 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 Well, let's talk about the women's team uh, for, for a second here. I hear that uh, you ladies have an amazing record. Tell us uh, how the, uh, the wins and losses are going for the FC London women's team, Jade. Um, so we are having uh, a good start to our season. I think we are 25 games now undefeated from last year. Uh, which is an amazing record for us, and uh, it's an, an amazing record for anybody. <laughs> Twenty-five That's games undefeated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and uh, we're obviously hoping to clench whatever titles we can this year again. Um, so, hoping that we can kind of keep on this path and keep going forward. And Marissa, have you noticed uh, an increased interest? In, in the sport of soccer, in this community, are there a lot of young girls who are getting involved in the sport who you're able to connect with? Um, we do have our academy teams, and they seem to be growing. And Jade's O2s, no, O6s, mm-hmm. they love coming to the games, and they're always there. We have our ball girls. Um, there's so many little girls like at our games. It's 
It's amazing. Awesome. Uh, the guys, Randy Ribeiro, captain of Men's League One team, St. Francis Xavier University 2013 MVP, and selected for the Olympic Development Program in 2009. Uh, Randy, the guys doing okay as well? Yeah, it's uh, it's been good so far. Um, How many wins in a row, Randy? <laughs> Let's say not 25. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's not a competition. <laughs> not 25. It's, it's kind of a competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's been good. Um, we have some new faces coming into the squad this year, which has been really good. Um, the development of our young players that have been with us since the first year have come a long way. Um, it's a good group of guys right now, and it's, uh, it's looking really promising for us. So, so far, so good. Stephen Al-Sayed, you are the League One Ontario rock of a defender. Apparently, you uh, you kill it out there. And uh, from Scotland originally, I understand. Yeah, um, yeah so it's a long journey over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, I'm enjoying it. It's my third summer here. Do so, you go home? Do you go back to Scotland um, in the off-season? Uh, I'll go back in Christmas. Um, I go to school in the States. What's the impression the Scottish people have on Canada? What do they think about us over there? Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, maybe uh, they don't even think of us at all, nah, which would be the ultimate insult. Nah, well, I come back here often, and I've actually got family here as well, so I can't really talk, talk bad about Canada. So <laughs> Do you have to play the soccer over there or football over there? Yeah. Has got, is like hockey here. Like Your dad is going to be angry if you don't play some form of soccer, I'd imagine. Yeah, like you start playing since you're three years old, and that's it. We've only got soccer or tennis. Hanging out with our friends from FC London, we've got Jade and Marissa from the women's team, Randy and Steven from the men's team here. Uh, World Cup is is about to start, and I wanted to know who everyone is cheering for. Randy, who are you, uh, who are you after? Uh, I'm going to be supporting Portugal, obviously I'm Portuguese, but uh, I don't think we're going to make it all the way, but in my pool I chose Argentina this year, so we'll see how that goes. Well, hold on a second. You're Portuguese. I am. And you bet against your team. I just got to be realistic sometimes, you know? You're like Jim Kelly. He's a, he's a Leafs fan, and in the office pool, he picked Boston to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> and the Leafs didn't make it out of the first round. <laughs> he's like, I, I'm on Randy's side here, dude. You, you got to think over no. brain over heart, bro. You're a supporter. You got to support your team. Right into the poorhouse. Uh, Jade, who are you uh, behind? Who are you supporting in the World Cup? I think uh, it's a little bit bittersweet for me this year because Italy didn't qualify. Oh, they didn't? I'm a I had heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a little bit uh, going to be a boring summer for me, but I'm probably going to just jump on the bandwagon with Spain. You're going Spain? Yeah. Okay. And are a lot of Italians, not that all Italians know each other, but <laughs> <laughs> most of them do. The Italians you talk to, is Spain the, the common? like? No, I would say probably Argentina. Who is would, that right? Who would yeah. Italians not root for? Who would they refuse to cheer France. for? Is it the Portuguese? Portuguese, <laughs> yeah. A little oh bit of a God. bad rivalry there. A little rivalry there. Just uh, jealous. Marissa, are you Portuguese as yeah, well? I am. Yeah, Oliveira. So, we know some Oliveiras. Yeah. So unlike Randy, I'm actually going to go for my country. <laughs> 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 and Scotland didn't make it, did they, Steve? No, they did not. So do you go to the the next uh, an, like w another pale country like England or <laughs> nah, anyone anyone but England anyone but England yeah, anyone but England Jim is Irish would you have if the Irish had made it would yeah would been, you, you would have cheered? been written for them yeah but just not England not England no. why not why don't you like the English 
I think history says all. <laughs> they took over our country. Yeah. Still haven't gotten over that, eh? Nah, I don't think we ever will. Well, we're excited to uh, to see some soccer here in the city of London live and during the World Cup. Obviously, we're going to be watching on TV. You guys play at the German club. No one said Germany, and and they're the favorites. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't be ordering any schnitzel after the game. <laughs> FC London, go check out their games. It's great family entertainment here in London. Some uh, high-caliber soccer. And again, Mike, Coach Mike, you've got the double header this weekend. If people want to buy tickets and see the men and women play, how do they do it? Uh, one of two options. We can You can go on fclondon.ca. Um, and you can find the link there to, to order your tickets, but uh, you can just show up at the gate. Like I said, the, the men play at 4 p.m., the women play at 7.30 p.m. Um, you can show up right at the gate and get your tickets and, uh, and hop right in. The Tash Show Podcast. Roseanne Barr's television show may have been canceled, but she's still got some uh, job opportunities in the entertainment business coming her way. A company called X-Blaze has made an offer to Roseanne Barr. They want her to star in some of their adult films. Oh! According to the rap, Roseanne Barr, who we all know was let go from her smash hit sitcom because of the uh, racist comments she posted on Twitter, she's been offered $150,000 to appear in a porno scene for X-Blaze. They, they want her to star in a scene for their upcoming BBW <laughs> slate of titles. Now, I, I know there's a lot of acronyms in the world of pornography, but I'm, I'm not familiar with BBW, Jim. Yeah, right, Taz. What does it stand for? Big Beautiful Woman. All right, that's it. I was worried it was going to stand for something we couldn't say. Big Beautiful Women. Yes. They want Roseanne to be in one of their big, beautiful women films. In a letter to Roseanne on their website, CEO of X-Blaze, his parents must be so proud, (laughs) he wrote, Part of what makes you unique as an actress, entrepreneur, and media personality is your attitude, specific beliefs, and openness in saying exactly what you think and feel. Sometimes that can get you into trouble especially in this politically correct world we now live in. We are certain that someone like you, Roseanne, a superstar who is still very influential in today's pop culture, can pull off the performance of a lifetime as an adult entertainer in an industry that allows its stars to be themselves. (laughs) $150,000. That is jump change for Roseanne. Yeah, no kidding. That's crazy. I also like the idea, uh, that's what we all love about our porn stars, great attitudes. That's why we want to see somebody naked on camera. Did you see the size of her attitude? (laughs) I, I think it would be great if Roseanne showed up to do her scene and then they're like, okay, here's your partner. And a black guy walks out. Yes. Put it in the BBW and the interracial category, I think. We'd be good to go. <laughs> that would be... That and would mature. Be mature. Well, <laughs> uh, this isn't the first time Rosanna's Roseanne received an offer to do porn back in no. 2013. She made a joke 
that she was going to quit the entertainment industry and she was going to get into the adult entertainment industry and do geriatric porn. <laughs> and after she made that joke, Vivid Entertainment offered her a role in one of their geriatric videos. Wow. <laughs> She's got lots of opportunities here. Somewhere, there's a porn star who looks a lot like John Goodman, who's dusting off his resume. (laughs) The Tasho Podcast. File this under D for don't do drugs. A 23-year-old guy named Anthony Clark saw a uh, car parked on the side of the road in southern Oregon on Saturday. There was a couple cops standing right by the car, but that didn't matter. He jumped in, drove away, and stole the car with the (laughs) cops standing right there. He then got into a high-speed chase with some other cops. He busted through some chain-link fences. He went the wrong way down a bunch of different roads. He ran over two sets of spike strips. The cops finally caught him when he got out of the car, ran into a trailer park, and tried to steal a different car. Wow. His excuse, when the police finally apprehended him, I'm on acid, and I was convinced I was playing Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) (laughs) This new VR is blowing my mind. Wow, the graphics are amazing. (laughs) I was on LSD, and I thought I was in the video game Grand Theft Auto. It sounds like it. He's hopping from car to car. Yeah. Driving away, smashing through fences. Sounds like he had three stars on him. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know how hard it is to get away when you have three stars. Oh, you better be careful. The army's coming next. I thought it was a video game. Is not a valid uh, defense in the United States. He was arrested on several charges, including driving under the influence, theft of a vehicle, eluding, and reckless endangerment. This kind of reminds me of the time I uh, I did LSD and and. I was in a video game. Yeah? They found me in the bathroom eating urinal pucks. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast.